ان الحمد لله حمدا يليق بجلال وجهه وعظيم سلطانه اللهم لك الحمد اولا واخرا ظاهرا وباطنا سبحانك لا نحصي ثناء عليك انت كما اثنيت على نفسك ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا وقره اعيننا ونور قلوبنا محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم صل وسلم وبارك وكرم على عبدك المصطفى سيدنا محمد وعلى اله الاطهار واصحابه الاخيار ومن تبعهم باحسان وهدى الى يوم الدين وعلينا معهم وفيهم برحمتك يا ارحم الراحمين اما بعد فيا عباد الله اني اوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله لا اله الا الله واعلم ان خير الدنيا والاخره في تقوى الله وطاعته وأن شر الدنيا والآخرة في معصية الله ومخالفته وأن الساعة آتية لا ريب فيها وأن الله يبعث من في القبور All praise belongs to Allah, the Lord of the heavens and the earth The sustainer of all of creation, subhanahu wa ta'ala The one without partner, the one who is free of all need and everything in existence is entirely dependent upon Him, Jalla Jalalu. We bear witness that there is nothing worthy of worship and there is no deity save God, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, one without partner. And we bear witness that our noble and beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam was the finality of all the prophets and messengers and the seal upon whom was revealed the Qur'an Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the final guidance and the word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for all of humanity until the end of time. May Allah's peace and blessings and mercy be upon our noble Imam, the Imam of the Prophets and Messengers, our beloved Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. My beloved community, brothers and sisters, I remind myself and all of you to be mindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to have taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that we thank and recognize the blessings that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has bestowed upon us as we have now entered into the sacred month of Rajab. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sacred months and what does it mean when a month is sacred? It means that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given a special quality to that month and sanctity, when something has a hurma or something has a taqdis, the word qadasa uh, or quds, the word for Jerusalem, the place of holiness, and the word that means holiness. Allah's name is Al-Quddus, the most holy and sacred, Jalla Jalalu, is an indication that something has purity, is an indication that something should be free of all blemishes and things that make it impure. So when a month is a sacred month and a holy month in the sight of Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala, it means that we as servants should strive to have pure actions. And that in the sacred months, actions are rewarded even with a greater reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
and sins and the disobedience of our Creator Jalla Jalalu is also magnified. So a person has to have an increased awareness, an increased mindfulness of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. And Rajab is also very special, and this is the first day of Rajab. And we ask Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala as our beloved Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has taught us: Allahumma barik lana fi Rajab wa Shaban wa balighna Ramadan. That the Prophet would say, Oh Allah, bless us in the months of Rajab and Sha'ban and allow us to reach Ramadan. That we are now in this window, we are now in this season, this sacred season, this opportunity where these three months they have a relationship to one another. And that the sacred month of Rajab, followed by the noble and blessed month of Sha'ban, followed by the most blessed month of Ramadan is really Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's uh, uh, opportunity that He has given us. That this is the, the time that the believer is able to purify their soul through servitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to really attain treasures and really attain increased ranks and degrees with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that culminates and concludes in the blessed month of Ramadan. But the intelligent person, just as we recognize that we have you know, semester systems and you're not able to develop overnight, that you need time to learn, you need time to process, you need time to prepare for a final exam, that is an analogy and a lesson for us to understand our spiritual growth and life is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us this sacred month so that we can become more aware, we can have more taqwa, we can be more mindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We recognize that a door has, of opportunity has opened, followed by the month of Sha'ban, culminating in the month of Ramadan. Which is why the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam, he said in a beautiful hadith indicating the special nature of each of these three months, as narrated by Imam Ahmad, that Rajab Shahrullah, Rajab is the month of God. In other words, it is a sacred month. It is an inviolable month. It has a holiness to it. And Sha'ban is my month. And we'll talk about that, inshallah, next month, what that means and why that's important. وَرَمَضَانْ شَهْرُ أُمَّتِي And Ramadan is the month of my ummah. It is the month that my ummah has this opportunity. And the scholars, they say that one of the ways that a person prepares themselves for the month of Ramadan is they begin in Rajab. And the scholars recommend because Rajab is a sacred month is that we turn back to Allah in repentance. That we should have an increased istighfar in the month of Rajab, recognizing that we have shortcomings. You know, the, the, the state we were in at the end of last Ramadan, if we're honest, it's not like we are today. At least I can speak for myself. It's not like at, at the end of Ramadan, when we're praying together, we're reading the Qur'an regularly, there is this uh, collective sense of blessings, of nearness to Allah, of taqwa and consciousness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we prepare, we say, Ya Allah. And this is the nature of the human being. Ya Allah, I'm, I'm flawed. I have mistakes. I'm not perfect. 
but I'm seeking your forgiveness. I'm seeking uh, uh, to turn back to you. I am turning my heart back to you. I'm going to try even better. And we have our ups and downs, but we try to make it generally an upward, an upward slope in our servitude and relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is something that in the month of Rajab, we, we begin with turning back to Allah. But one of the things that's very important and maybe uh, should, should have been said at the beginning of the khutbah is, and this predicates our entire relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and following in the footsteps of His most beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is we all have to ask ourselves, who do I want to become? Who in my mind's eye, in my imagination, in my uh, introspection, who am I? Who do I want to be? What kind of life do I want to live? What kind of uh, uh, goals do I have in relationship to what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants from me? It's good to have goals professionally and academic, that's fine. There's no problem with that. But what about goals in the akhirah? Goals in the hereafter, goals in our connection to the possessor of infinite majesty and beauty and perfection, Jalla Jalalu. Goals in following the greatest of Allah's servants, the Prophet Muhammad, and all the prophets and messengers, and the people of righteousness. Who do I want to be? Because that will indicate where you're going and what uh, uh, goals you are going to achieve on the way in order to attain that lofty goal. But Rajab is the time to have that conversation with yourself. Rajab is the time to really conceptualize. And one of the things that is beautiful about our deen is the great potential that Allah has given people. The great potential. Someone might say, and this is all from the shaitan. You know, I hear this a lot from people, especially in today's world. Starting from a starting point of humility is good, but if you're stuck there, then it's no longer humility, but it is, uh, you know, a negative block that we have accepted where someone says, I'm not good enough. I'll never be good enough. That's not for me. I have so many deficiencies. I have so many mistakes and so many flaws. Yes, if you, if you see that within yourself, accepting that and recognizing that is better than saying, oh, I'm so great. That's not good either. But if someone becomes stuck there and says, I can never be of those who are beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I can never be of those who are considered righteous by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What other people consider is not important. But in the, the, the uh, uh, decree and in the uh, uh, measurement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I'll never be of those who are considered righteous. No, that's not what you should think about yourself. Nobody is standing in your way. The door is wide open. And some of the worst people in history, you know, you have many, many examples, especially from early Islamic history, of people who were doing bad things, who just had a moment of sincere tawbah and their life changed. And they became of the most righteous. And you have people like uh, uh, Al-Fudayl ibn Iyad and Bishr al-Hafi and many other people from the early generations who had, and even the Sahaba themselves, radiallahu anhum. Sayyidina Umar ibn al-Khattab, radiallahu anhu, was on his way to kill the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And it was that evening 
that guidance reached his heart. So if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can do that for them, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has not changed. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, is as he always was, Jalla Jalalu. And as they say uh, uh, in where I studied, Asaqi Baqi, the one who brings down the pouring of blessings is everlasting, subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we have to have a good opinion of Allah and we have to have uh, uh, a conceptualization of who we want to become. So we begin with repentance in this month. And the Prophet وسلم, he said on the authority of Abdullah ibn al-Abbas, قَالَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ مَنْ لَزِمَ الْإِسْتِغْفَارِ جَعَلَ اللَّهُ لَهُ مِنْ كُلِّ ضِيقٍ مَخْرَجًا وَمِنْ كُلِّ هَمٍ فَرَجًا وَرَزَقُهُ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَحْتَسِبْ رواه أبو داود That the Prophet وسلم, he said, whosoever is continuous in seeking God's forgiveness, that's istighfar. Istighfar is asking for forgiveness from Allah. Allah will make for that person a way out of every hardship a relief for every anxiety and will provide for him from where he never expects. If a person, مَنْ لَزِمَ الْإِسْتِغْفَارِ أَسْتَغْفِرُ أَسْتَغْفِرُ You know, you could be uh, uh, commuting, you could be walking in between classes, you could be making yourself a sandwich at home, whatever. You can still move your tongue so easily in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And what's the result of that? is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives you relief from hardship, relief from sadness and from worry, because istighfar is therapeutic for the soul. We might not sometimes recognize it or feel it, but when we, uh, when we are not living in a way that is harmonious with what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Lord of the heavens and the earth, has commanded for us to live, which is for our benefit, we start to have this dissonance, a spiritual dissonance. So when we have istighfar, you start to feel oh, better. Man lazim al-istighfar. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us tawfiq. Wallahu yaqulu wa qawluhu al-haqq al-mubin. Wa idha qurii al-Qur'anu fastami'u lahu wa ansitu la'allakum turhamun. Wa qala tabaraka wa ta'ala. فَإِذَا قَرَأْتَ الْقُرْآنَ فَاسْتَعِذْ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ أَلَمْ يَأْنِ لِلَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أَنْ تَخْشَعَ قُلُوبُهُمْ لِذِكْرِ اللَّهِ وَمَا نَزَلَ مِنَ الْحَقِّ وَلَا يَكُونُوا كَالَّذِينَ أُوتُوا الْكِتَابَ مِنْ قَبْلُ فَطَالَ عَلَيْهِمُ الْأَمَدُ فَقَسَتْ قُلُوبُهُمْ وَكَثِيرٌ مِّنْهُمْ فَاسِقُونَ وَاعْلَمُوا أَنَّ اللَّهَ يُحْيِي الْأَرْضَ بَعْدَ مَوْتِهَا قَدْ بَيَّنَّا لَكُمُ الْآيَاتِ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَعْقِلُونَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says the translation of which is in the Qur'an Has the time not yet come for the believers' hearts to be humbled at the remembrance of God and what has been revealed of the truth? And this is a beautiful ayah that uh, Al-Fudayl ibn Iyad, when he heard this verse, as he was, there's different narrations, as he was about to uh, rob, he was being a burglar and about to steal from a house in the middle of the night, and he heard someone praying in the middle of the night, and they recited this verse, is it not high time, is it not about time 
that the hearts become humble to the remembrance of Allah and what has been revealed from the truth. And this is a message we all need to hear because we have within ourselves the nafs tomorrow, another time, another opportunity. No, is not the time now for the hearts to turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, uh, and not be like those given the scripture before who were spoiled for so long that their hearts became hardened and many of them are still corrupt and know that Allah revives the earth after its death. We have certainly made the signs clear for you so perhaps you will understand. Barakallahu li wa lakum fil Qur'an al-Azim wa nafa'na bima fihi min al-ayati wa al-dhikr al-hakim وأجارنا من خزيه وعذابه الأليم أقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله العظيم لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم Seek Allah's forgiveness indeed He is forgiving and merciful إن الحمد لله حمدا يليق بجلال وجهه وعظيم سلطانه اللهم لك الحمد أولا وآخرا ظاهرا وباطنا سبحانك لا نحصي ثناء عليك أنت كما أثنيت على نفسك ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم صل وسلم وبارك عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد فيا عباد الله إني أوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله So some practical takeaways is just have even if it's right before we go to bed or right after we pray Fajr. Or if we're really honest, a lot of people struggle with Fajr. Maybe that's the best place to start, is making sure that we pray our prayers on time. And if you can add on top of that, then we should have, you know, five minutes a day where we're seeking Allah's forgiveness. Astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah. It's very easy on the tongue, and it has so many great benefits. And then we clean our slate, which then prepares us spiritually to be able in the month of Ramadan to really connect with the Qur'an. That the Qur'an, there is no human being that can extract everything the Qur'an has to offer. But we are limited by our limitations. So we need to remove the rust on our hearts so that when the month of Ramadan comes, we are able to truly... uh, uh, increase in our understanding and appreciation and transformation that occurs from the words of the divine, from the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us tawfiq. Or if we can think of one bad habit, one thing that we shouldn't be looking at, one thing that we shouldn't be listening to that has foul language and, and, and lowly uh, uh, values, one thing that we need to change, we know it's not good for us that we change that. And in that, that's a great act of obedience and turning back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we should all say regularly throughout this month and the upcoming month of Sha'ban, Allahumma barak lana fi Rajab wa Sha'ban. Oh Allah, bless us in the month of Rajab and Sha'ban. And if the blessing of Allah reaches you, it is something beyond the measurement of tangible things in this world. It is, it is an increase in nearness to Him, an increase in honor, and maybe Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bless you in a way that will change your life. Bi-ithnillahi ta'ala. Allahumma barak lana fi rajab wa sha'ban wa balighna ramadan. Wa inna Allah amarana bi amrin bada'a fihi bi nafsih wa thanna bil malaikati al-musabbahati bi qudsih 
وواجه بالمؤمنين تعميما فقال مخبرا وآمرا لهم تكريما وتعظيما إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صلي وسلم وبارك وكرم على عبدك المصطفى سيدنا محمد وعلى آله الطيبين الطاهرين وأصحابه الغر الميامين ومن تبعهم بإحسان وهدى إلى يوم الدين وعلينا معهم وفيهم برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم اغفر للمسلمين والمسلمات والمؤمنين والمؤمنات اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا في مقامنا هذا إلا غفرته ولا هما إلا فرجته ولا حاجة هي لك رضاء إلا قضيتها يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم آت نفوسنا تقواها وزكها أنت خير من زكاها أنت وليها ومولاها يا أرحم الراحمين Oh Allah, we ask you, O oh most merciful and most generous, Ya Allah, we all recognize our shortcomings and we ask you, Ya Allah, that you grant us a sincere repentance, Ya Arhamar Rahimeen. We ask you, Ya Allah, that we turn to you and we never turn away from you, Ya Arhamar Rahimeen, and that you grant each and every one of us tawfiq, Ya Akram al Akrameen. We ask you, Ya Allah, if there is anyone here or of our loved ones who are ill, that you grant them healing, Ya Arhamar Rahimeen. Anyone here who is uh, uh, suffering from uh, an overwhelming hardship, that you give them relief, Ya Arhamar Rahimeen. Anyone who we love or in our circles of concern who is going through any tribulation, we ask you, Ya Allah, that you grant them afia, uh, 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 complete well-being. Ya Akram al-Akrameen, wa Ya Arham al-Rahimeen. And all our brothers and sisters in faith all over the world, that you restore peace and stability to many of the lands of the Muslims. Ya Arham al-Rahimeen, wa Ya Ajwad al-Ajwadeen, wa Ya Akram al-Akrameen. Allahumma barak lana fi Rajab wa Sha'ban wa balighna Ramadan. We ask you, Ya Allah, that you allow each and every one of us to reach Ramadan and that you make it the best Ramadan so far in our lives. Ya Akram al-Akrameen, and that you grant us the sweetness of the Qur'an and the sweetness of, of Iman. Ya Akram al-Akrameen, wa Ya Arham al-Rahimeen. Ibadallah, inna Allah ya'muru bil-adli wal-ihsani wa ita'i dhil-qurba wa yanha'ani al-fahshai wal-munkari wal-baghi ya'idhukum la'allakum tadhakkaroon fadhkuru Allah al-azim yadhkurkum wa shkuruhu ala ni'amihi yazidkum ولا ذكر الله أكبر فأقم الصلاة